Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 11 to 1 with Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court. Visit our showrooms or check out our new website, gilmores.ie, to see the amazing 221 range of Mercedes Benz cars or our huge selection of used Mercedes Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes Benz Kings Court, the best in motoring here for you. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram. This is LMFM Radio. Sinead Brazel here with you. Good morning. You can get in touch. WhatsApp and text lines are open. 86 658 Let's kick things off with Jackson 5. There's the Jackson 5. Blame it on the boogie. You are listening to 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you are having a lovely day. Hope you had a really nice Easter weekend. It was lovely, wasn't it? Oh, it was lovely. The chocolate. Lots of it. Oh yeah, so you have to, you have to indulge over the Easter. Nobody can judge you as well because everybody else is in the same boat eating their fill of Easter eggs. And let me tell you, truckloads of them arrived in our house. Yeah, too many, far too many. And I'll be looking at them now for weeks because my children are like some sort of pod people who hoard their Easter eggs and look at them. And I don't know why they do this because it means they've got like you know, half-bitten Easter eggs wrapped in tinfoil in the fridge for the next few weeks. And, you know, they're just asking to be eaten. And they've only got themselves to blame when I eat them. <laughs> because they're winking at me from the tinfoil outside of the, you know. Like, they just, they, they chomp into them, leave them, and then they, they are surprised when I eat them. I mean, really, every single year this happens. I, I warn them, you know, you need to get those Easter eggs eaten. And then what will inevit- inevitably happen, well, B, we'll get the whatever the dregs of bits and bobs of Easter eggs are left and they'll just be melted down and used in like Rice Krispie buns or something because I'll be sick looking at them as soon as May comes because this is what happens. They they keep them for such a long time. But hope you are enjoying the Easter, whatever you're doing. There's, the kids are still off, you see, for another week, which is great if you want to spend like nice quality time and I know a lot of people take some time off around this time of year as well and let me tell you we had great fun simple fun over the weekend where we you know had Easter egg hunts and we yesterday particularly was a great day we went off with uh, what I can only describe as the greatest invention for keeping children entertained no not the phone surprisingly enough Um, but we came across Well, I say we, my husband finds these things. I don't know where he finds them, but he found a foam plane, a foam aeroplane, right? So like styrofoam aeroplane. And let me tell you, hours of fun, 
hours of fun with this thing and <laughs> there was barely a wind yesterday but we were flinging it around the place but the thing with this is it's 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 instant comedy because as soon as you let it fly and it pathetically kind of puffs through the air for a second, it collapses and the wheels or the, the wings and the tail of the plane and everything just collapse into the ground. And the kids love this. They were running around this plane, which I think was about seven quid in one I don't know where he got it, one of these shops, you know, like a Euro shop or something. And uh, endless fun. And along our route yesterday, so we went into Tiny Hall lovely walk in there in the woods and you know like uh, halfway through the woods there's always inevitably some sort of a ramshackle swing made isn't there that looks a little bit dangerous but you let your children on it anyway and uh, they had great fun in that but what I noticed was and I actually put this on my Instagram stories and loads of people got in touch with me about this because it was a little bit of a throwback for you when we were going along, we, we came across the usual swing, but also uh, uh, in between two trees, there had somebody had um, tied rope around the two trees to uh, make elastics. Do you remember elastics? I know it was like a game that I played when I was younger, uh, where you did England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, inside, outside, donkey's tails, all that. Well, they had left this on the tree and as soon as I saw it, I was like, this is elastics. So I thought the kids had to play this as well. And uh, I put it up on my Instagram stories and I got loads of people messaging going, oh my God, used to play this game so much. I could only think of the one rhyme though, because there's a couple of different rhymes for these, but just that one came back to me instantly when I saw it. So simple fun and it's a great day out there. And, you know, it's it's great, you know, an opportunity to connect with your kids and do simple things as you go along for the Easter holidays. So there's just my little tips if you're looking for stuff to do with them. Take them out on a walk, phone plane, hours of fun. Great crack. Now, we've lots to get through on the show today. How would you like tickets to the ultimate rock festival? It's Rockathon happening in Fairy House in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to give you all the details of how you can win those tickets very, very shortly. Now, I have a fantastic competition. This is not just any ticket, by the way, as well. This is VIP tickets to Rockathon 2022. Oh, yeah. Got a bit of rock music going on there for you. Yep. So what will this ticket get you? Okay, so ticket into the event for 10 hours. 10 hours of rock music, okay? Access to the VIP room overlooking the main stage. Access to the campsite. You do need to bring your own tent. Free drink on arrival. A token for one of the food vendors vendors as well, okay? So rock music, it's happening. Rockathon. 28th of May it's an 8 hour non-stop rock music event happening in Fairy Coast Racecourse paying tribute to rock gods like ACDC Queen Foo Fighters Iron Maiden Guns N' Roses Kiss Nirvana and you're going to be joined by some of the most exciting unsigned original Irish rock bands so all the details are on rockathon.ie all you have to do to win your VIP pass is tell me finish the famous rock lyrics okay Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living. You've got you've got to finish the rest of it. So, oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living. 0861800658. Very famous rock song. I'm practically I practically sang it there for you as well. If you know the answer, that 0861800658 and don't forget all of the details rockathon.ie sounds like an absolutely mega concert and we'll give a pair of those tickets away to one of you towards the end of the show. Now, there was a lot of kerfuffle over the weekend about the Late Late Show and in particular Derry Girls star uh, and what happened on the Late Late. I'm going to have a chat about this just after these. 11 to 1. 
So over the weekend, particularly when, you know, it's kind of I'm off and I don't really like to be, you know, invested in social media or scrolling through it or that kind of thing. So I sort of switch away from it a lot of the time. But on Saturday during an idle moment, because I am human and I'm kind of addicted to it as well at the same time, I grabbed the phone and I was like, what is going on with all of this? Because I didn't watch The Late Late on Friday night and I missed all of this. So... There was a big kerfuffle online and uh, it was because um, it was between kind of the the scenario where Jamie Lee O'Donnell, who plays Michelle in Dairy Girls, she was on The Late Late on Friday night and Ryan Tuberty asked her her age. In the question, he was kind of in the context of this, he was asking her her age because obviously she's not a teenager and she's playing a teenager so well and there was a whole thing. So depending on where you looked on the internet, there was... Camp Jamie and there was Camp Ryan where people were kind of saying oh well done she called it a misogynistic question you know on this high horse and then the other side it was like you know oh she acted appallingly she was very rude to Ryan on the other side and I thought I have to see what this is all about and I looked it up and for people who missed this here's a little bit of it so here's the exchange between Ryan Tuberty and Jamie Lee on the uh, Late Late I, this may be a rude question. You don't have to answer it, but can I ask you how old you are? I'm 117. <laughs> Good answer. And very, very wise. Are, are you, would, you, would you consider telling me what age this you are? This is the thing about that, that okay. I sort of get to my nerves. But no well, disrespect. I, no, no, that's okay, because I, 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 I walk away from it if you'd like me to. Do you know what it is? It's, just, it's, it's always quite misogynistic, even if it's unintentionally misogynistic, because men don't get the same scrutiny in their career. I, I would definitely have asked you know the I mean? male actor the same question, because he's paying a teenager You say that now, too. there's nobody no, no, here. No, no, no. Take your word for it. Uh, you'll have to take my word for it, because I mean that. No, I know. Uh, and I, I, I mean I that respectfully, No, it certainly isn't, because that's not my style, I'll be honest with you. And I would say that you've got... Uh, these great characters playing teenagers and yeah. that's really what I was getting at the fact that yeah, you're yeah. of a certain age that you play teenagers and you do it so well actually there was a compliment coming there but Thank you, you. so please don't misunderstand where I'm no, coming from no of course, of yeah, course. Yeah, and I mean it, that it, again, do, it does happen sometimes yeah. but I think oh, no, do you know what? I'm, 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 I'm done with that question I'm going to move on to something else entirely. okay sorry uh, because I, I, I can read a mood when I see it and I'm I was going to give you a hilarious anecdote but go ahead that's okay I'm sure there's another one coming anyway because I thought it was brilliant watching last night as I came a bit there you go so that's the full exchange and I'm going why does the world, why are we going mad about this now? Why is everyone getting on their high horse? What's wrong with this exchange? A, his question was not misogynistic, really. I know where he was coming from. He was asking it in the context of you're playing a teenager. Could he have phrased the question better? Ah, probably. Did she get, you know, very defensive about it? I didn't think she did, really. She kind of made a bit of light of it. She kind of made a bit of crack of it. And I just thought... We're living in a society where we're just straight onto the high horse. Isn't that it? It doesn't matter what it is. This is a non-story to me. Complete non-story. Like, I'd say the both of them the next day were going, oh my God, why is social media blowing up about this? Because in fairness to him, he was apologetic straight away and he said, listen, I'm going to move on from it. No problem at all. And she just said, look, you're grand. I understand it wasn't coming from a place of, you know, badness in you or whatever. Like, And it was grand. And I just thought, this is the problem, isn't it? With social media now. Everything is becoming a story when it's not really a story at all. And everyone's getting up on their high horse about things. And I just thought... What kind of what are we? What kind of a world are we living in when we're making such a mountain out of this, where it's kind of a non-event, isn't it? Wondering what you think of it. 
Do you agree with me? Do you think it's just ridiculous? Like, why are people tweeting and retweeting and having it trending all over the place? Or do you think, oh, no, hang on a minute now. Maybe he was a bit out of order and maybe she was a bit out of order. Let me know. 086-1800-658. I just think it's another excuse for people who are just nothing better to be doing with their lives but typing away furiously there on the keyboard, putting in their tuppence worth. I think it's this and I think it's that. Get a life, people, is what I would say. There's a non-story here. Ryan Tuberty is an absolute gentleman. I don't think she was acting any way out of hand, really. You know, it was a little, was a tiny bit awkward. Yeah, a little bit awkward. That can happen in interviews, particularly in a live TV scenario. Not great. But I don't think it was like this huge story that everyone was going on about all over the internet. Anyway, let me know your thoughts on this. You know, I love to hear from you. 86 658 Here's the commitments with Mustang Sally. Now, this is a Guinness World Record attempt with a difference. It's happening in Dundalk Stadium, April 23rd, or 28th, sorry, April 28th. And my first guest is hoping that people with soccer skills and those of us with two left feet will take part for the great cause that this is. Uh, they are hoping to raise money for a minibus for Onslee, the St. John of God House, uh, which is run in uh, for people with uh, disabilities in Tuberona and Dundalk. So I'm going to be chatting to Mick Pender. He's from Ashburn. He's organising this. And his brother JP is a resident uh, at Onslee. And uh, we're going to find out all of the details of this with Mick just after these. 11 to 1. A Guinness World Record attempt with a difference will happen at Dundalk Stadium on April 28th and my first guest is hoping that those with soccer skills and even those with two left feet will take part because it's all for a great cause. The World Record attempt has been organised by Ashburn man Mick Pender to raise funds for a minibus for On Slee, the St John of God house uh, run for adults with disabilities in Tuberona and Dundalk. Mick's brother JP is a resident in the house and he sees firsthand how badly this minibus is needed to provide transport for all of the occupants who are wheelchair users. Mick Pender joins me on the line to tell us more. How are you doing, Mick? Good morning. How are you keeping? I'm good, I'm good. It's a unique idea for a fundraiser, Mick. Tell us where it the is. idea for Dribble for On Slee came from. It's an idea, believe it or not, it's an idea that I had a good few years ago. I was involved in fundraising. I was coached with the Irish Homeless Soccer Team and we were going to do it then and one thing led to another, it didn't happen. But it was always in the back of my mind and then what happened was we seen the need for the minibus and I just said to myself, well, look, you know, what better what better way of of um, doing this attempt and no better... No better um, benefit than, than the residents of Unsley. So that's how it came about. And it's it has three strands to yes. to the to the attempt, right? One strand is that I have clubs from all over Ireland um on the twenty eighth at seven o'clock simultaneously in their own in their own venue uh dribbling a, f- a football, right? Okay. So that's that's one. The other one is that we have a GoFundMe page and a donation page. Yep. And the, the third one, which is the one I'm hoping that all the, the, the great people from Dundalk and County Loud and surrounding areas will come on board and help us, is on the 28th, starting at 7 o'clock. Now, we must start at 7 o'clock. That's the one stipulation for the Guinness World Record. Okay. Um, we get we get people driven in the football for 10 minutes. 
Okay, so uh, as 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 long as we can possibly hold out, because this you're trying to break a record, are you? Record, yeah. The okay. record is held by a group in Palestine. Okay, they have they've three thousand two hundred and sixty for five minutes. I'm looking for five thousand for ten minutes. Okay, so, so this is a big challenge, big yeah. challenge, Mick. Now, bef- before we go more, more into yeah. the fundraiser, tell us about on Slee, the, the John of God House oh. in Tuberona, because your brother is a resident there. You've seen firsthand how wonderful these people are. Oh, John, my JP has been in the care of St. John of God since he was eight. JP is 66 at the moment. He went from um, St. Rayfields in Selbridge to um, St. Mary's Drum Car. So then a couple of years ago, they, the good people of the, the order said JP was 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 um, strong enough to go into the community house. Now, mm-hmm. he hasn't looked back since. His first house was was uh, Four Winds in Collins. So then a place became available in Unchley. And he loves so, it there. This is really home so, to him, isn't it? Well, this is forever home. Mm-hmm. Now, you, know, you, you hear people saying they, they won the lottery and stuff like that. The family, JP's family, my brother's sisters, um, his nephews, his grand, everyone. We 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 won the lottery when JP got the place in Unchley. Because he, that's his forever home, and the 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 care he gets, uh, not just JP, everyone. It's 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 such a such a warm, welcoming house that we go up to visit JP, but we just don't go up to visit JP. We go up to visit everyone because it's a family. Oh, that's lovely, and I, and these guys are in dire need. They have so like a, what's the the transport situation like for them at the moment? No, they've no wait, no wait minibus, right? And as you know, they've been cocooned for us with COVID and stuff like that. And the the the, the, the residents they love their um, they love going to their concerts. They love going down to the shops. They love going shopping for their the two girls up there. I must say, love their um, they love their shopping and they love their stores. As a matter of fact, I'm waiting for them to to invite me to the they've a, they've a nail bar up there. Believe it or not. Oh, very good. That can tell you how stylish they are. The two girls up there. I'm waiting for them to do my nails. <laughs> and then the rest of that they love going to the football matches and they, they love like my little brother JP loves down to get his hair cut and he loves going out on the bus just going out and going for his cup of uh, cappuccino and his coffee yeah, cake yeah absolutely they, they need they these look, trips to, yeah. to look forward to but you're saying yeah. they need a bus that's going to be able to bring all of them that are in wheelchairs isn't that right yeah. Well, what's happening is that what I've done is because because M um, is JP's forever home. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to organise um, the forever bus. Okay. So they have the bus there, the forever bus that will always be there for them and whatever that they won't have to worry about it breaking down and stuff yeah. like that. So that's where we, that's where we are at the moment. And this, you know, it's it's costly. This is why we need everyone to support this. So yeah. t- tell us what's happening. So on the 28th then, we go down to Dundalk Stadium at 7pm. What happens? Basically, you arrive at 6.30 because it's, it must start at 7. Yeah. So you arrive down with your football. And what you do is you just dribble the ball around the track. 
Okay, and even people who have no clue, like me. No, it doesn't matter. Just dribbling. It's going to be a fun evening. Like, yeah, you can all let on that you're right. You're Blackmore dribbling the ball around the track. <laughs> and uh, what about say? Because I know you're in need of uh, support in terms of form of uh, of support for a sponsor. You're appealing to people in the business community to come on board and sponsor. We were, we were sort of. We got a bad, bad bit, of, bad bit of news there, and we we thought we had a sponsor, and he pulled out and couldn't contact him. Uh, for the last couple of weeks and okay. we think so we've been left high and dry now for the main sponsor but what you know we, we can offer the sponsor a, a great package basically what we will do is we will get the sponsor's name on the side of the bus lovely the sponsor will kick off the uh, the event on the um, the on the Thursday night yeah the sponsor's name will also be on a plaque in Unchley that will have um, all the names of the um, friends of Unchley. Lovely. Okay, so this is a good incentive. How can people get in touch with you, Mick, then, if they'd like to come on board and sponsor and support you? Well, my number is 085. Yeah. 800. Yeah. 6356. Okay, so people can contact you directly. I'll give directly. that out again. Yeah, and in terms of, uh, do we sign up before the yeah. the twenty eighth? What I'm going to do is um, the registration will be up on on the website on on the station's website. They just go on register on the website. It's ten euros to register. Yeah. And what we're going to do is we're going to have a fun night. We're going to hopefully have some of the Dundalk players and the Drogheda players. And I'm putting a shout out to all the ex-Drogheda and um, Dundalk players from bygone days to come together to meet up for a social day, social evening and to do it. Yep, because it's a great cause. It's a great cause for for the local area. And the other thing about it is is that the, the residents themselves want to get involved. Of course right? they do, yes. So what we're doing is, there's eight of them. Yeah. So I'm looking for eight eight people to come on board to sponsor one of the clients. What we will do is, we will get someone to, to push the wheelchair around the track. Yep. And we're looking for eight eight people to come on board to sponsor one of the one of the residents. Oh, that's a lovely idea. That's a great because idea. They want to they want to they want to get involved. They want to, to say that they done their um they done that bit for to get it. They just don't want to, you know, uh, get everything handed yes, to them. They of want course. to be you know, because they're very, very independent and, and, and that and whatever. And it means an awful lot to them, Mick. It, it really does. Oh, you've no idea what it means to them. They are, you know, and, you know, the thing about it is that I'd like to take the opportunity now is that, you know, we're talking about the people uh, during the pandemic and mm. stuff like that and whatever. But the staff from, from Unchley, they went above and beyond um, the call during the, the, the pandemic. But not only during the pandemic, you know, every day of the week. They're doing their best for these yeah, people. Yeah, I can't believe how much of a, a family, a family um, kind of atmosphere and stuff. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, we're doing yeah. It. Like, as I said, we go up to visit JP, but we just don't go up to visit JP because we go up to visit everyone. Yeah, they're they're a lovely you know little way. community. Absolutely, oh. Mick. It's a, it's a it's a great idea. I wish you all the best to look with this. Hopefully, the residents of Onsley. I've no doubt with you behind it. They're going to get this new bus. Thank you so so much for joining me on the show today. I'm putting the I'm putting the call out to all the great people from Dundalk, Drada, and all the Mead Loud surrounding areas to come on board. Absolutely, Mick. We'll be there. If I could, 
the one thing I have to ask you to do, yeah. and I couldn't, I couldn't live myself if I don't. Okay. <laughs> if you could play a request for the for the for the for the resident and the staff in oh, in in in, in I I wouldn't be allowed back in the in the house if I, <laughs> if I don't do it. We'll do that for you, Mick. Right after the break, we're going to do that. Listen, thank you so much for chatting to me today. And thank you very very much. Appreciate it. Thanks a million, Mick Pender. There, he's passionate about this. These guys new need this new book. Us. Can we help and support them? Of course we can. If you look up on social media, dribble for on Slee on social media, you're going to find all of the details there. If you have a business and you'd like to support Mick, we have his number here. We'll give that to you as well. But all of the details, dribble for on Slee is where you'll find them. And also it's happening at the Dundalk Stadium, April 28th. 11 to 1. <laughs> LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, 1927, actress Mae West found guilty of obscenity and corrupting the morals of, a, of youth in a New York stage play just entitled Sex. She was sentenced to 10 days in prison, five to five, fine, five. My God, fined five hundred dollars, but the resulting publicity launched her Hollywood career. Yeah, and uh, apparently she was offered a contract by Paramount, which was worth five thousand a week. The equivalent would be about eighty thousand today. She was nominated for Best Picture Academy Award as well. So there you go. And uh, today is Poetry and the Creative Mind Day. So the mind needs creative outlets to be happy and healthy. That's the point of Poetry and Creative Mind Day. So dig out the poetry, have a little read of them. And and enrich your mind. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda and Dundalk showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Now, I did promise Mick that we would make a special request for all of the residents in on Slee House in Tuberona in Dundalk. We're really hoping that you're getting that mini bus very, very soon. Thank you so much for listening. Here is the script for you. She's all laid up in bed with a broken heart. Tripped for the first time on LMFM's 11 to 1. News at 12 is approaching, but after that, two comedians give their take on strange stories from Irish history. The result is a hilarious podcast. I'm going to meet the comedians in question, Jason Brennan and Kevin Larney. Did you find a lucky number on your bingo panel? Well, I could be pulling out your name as the winner of a hotel break. We've got a Western hotel break up for grabs. And I'm going to get back to your texts about the late, late on Friday. That's all to come. 11 to 1. On air, online, on your smart speaker, this is LMFM. That was Bruno Mars, Locked Out of Heaven, kicking off our second hour. Sinead Brazel here with you. And radio bingo players, you need to pay attention. Why is it not working? Oh, what's going on? We're having uh, we're having technical difficulties now. I'm not sure what's going on there. I had lovely music lined up. Hang on now, we'll see if we can do something here now. Oh, Lordy, you'd know, you'd know it was a... Uh, bank holiday weekend. Ah, there you go. Oh, yeah. It's asleep. <laughs> I did have a... did sweat there for a minute. But look, we're over it now. We have the music. <laughs> if you're an LMFM radio bingo player, we have some great daily prizes as well as the cash prizes. There's also uh, the chance to win a fabulous two-night bed and breakfast stay at the Five Star Western Hotel. This is located right in the centre of Dublin in our lucky number promotion. And so many people getting the lucky number, but there can only be one. So we're going into the draw here. All the names are going into the draw. 
This is week 15, by the way, day two. And uh, we have Mary White. You're in Woodtown, Drumcondrath in County Meath. You are getting our fantastic five-star Western Hotel break. Oh my God, lucky. Uh, you bought your book in John O'Brien's Spar Shop in RD. So you're going to get the bed and breakfast in the lovely five-star Western Hotel, College Green in Dublin. Congratulations to you. Don't forget, you can play Radio Bingo. Uh, you can get your book in any of the or outlets around the Northeast. There's so many of them. As well as that, you can uh, get them on lmfm.ie. So we are continuing the lucky number draw. So as you'll hear on the numbers that we're called out every day, there is a lucky number. We'll mention the lucky number. You'll go into the draw like Mary and you could be winning that gorgeous hotel stay. So congratulations to you, Mary. Oh, enjoy it. Lovely, luxury break five-star hotel right in the middle of Dublin oh there's loads to see in Dublin as well you'll have a great time and our lucky number draw continues on next week's show Uh, now talking about winning we do have a fantastic VIP set of tickets to give away to Rockathon which is happening in Fairy House Racecourse I'll give you all of the details of that very very shortly but first it's time to check in with the world of celebrity The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Hi, I'm Louise The trailer has dropped for the final season of Stranger Things The three minute teaser shows the teenagers struggling to return to normal life Viewers also get to see what reports have suggested is the ruler of the upside down realm The show returns to Netflix on the 27th of May You've broken everything It's almost at an end. Ozzy Osbourne's confirmed that he's finished his latest studio album. It features an all-star cast of backing musicians, including members of Foo Fighters, Red Hot Chili Peppers and Metallica. It'll be followed up by 2020's Ordinary Man and is due out sometime this year. Sam Oscari, the partner of Britney Spears, has described fatherhood as the most important job he'll ever do after the singer reveals that she's pregnant. It'll be their first child together. Meanwhile, her ex, Justin Timberlake, got doorstepped about Britney's baby news and he didn't take it too kindly. Britney Spears just announced that she's uh, pregnant with Stop. her baby. No way. <laughs> That's The Buzz. I'm Louise. The Buzz on LMFM with the Crown Plaza Dundalk featuring Ireland's tallest work of art rooftop restaurant, bistro bar and conference rooms wedding and banqueting for up to 400 people thecrownplazadundalk.ie has it all Earlier on the show I mentioned the kerfuffle that was going online about the Late Late Show on Friday night and uh, Derry Girl star actress Jamie Lee O'Donnell and um, oh there was just I felt it was like much ado about nothing but essentially he was talking to her about obviously Dairy Girls he was talking about you know the fact that they're playing teenagers even though they're all kind of not teenagers and he asked her about her age and she was kind of quick to let him know how she felt about the particular question some people when you looked online some people were saying oh you know it's dreadful misogynistic question she's great to call it out on the other side of it people were saying oh she didn't come across too well actually you know it wasn't great it was only a question about her age, relax, get over it. So I was kind of mentioning this this morning 
with this idea of, you know, why are we all just so quick to run and jump onto the keyboards and type out nonsense? It's all nonsense, isn't it? People are, they all have opinions of everything. And, you know, it's just when it comes to stuff like this, this is just a non-story. And I just feel like social media created a bigger issue out of it. Uh, and a lot of people seem to agree on 86 658 Good morning, Sinead. Totally agree. Social media is a curse. It just takes one person to jump on the bandwagon and say something nice or nasty about someone. And whoa, 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 everyone agrees with them. It's like they've been hypnotised with no opinion of their own. Absolutely, I completely agree. And you know, sometimes, particularly like when it was, uh, say, you know, comments under articles, like I'd be, you know, scrolling around, looking up, say, maybe, you know, different websites for news. And then you see all these comments and you're like, back away from it, Sinead. Don't get stuck in, sucked into this because it is. It's all complete nonsense. Uh, Wendy says, I agree with you. You've nothing. People have nothing better to be doing. He asked the question. She answered lighthearted. The first bit was a bit awkward, but he moved on quick enough and so should other people. No story. Get over it. That's coming from Wendy. This is coming in from David, who was actually in the audience, which is really interesting. Thanks so much, David. He says, Hi Sinead, I was present in the audience on Friday night. Ryan said that misogyny was not his style. Yeah, absolutely, as we heard in the clip. In fact, before the show and during the ad breaks, Ryan did a greet and meet session with the audience who was a pure gentleman and made a real effort in welcoming guests. I was at other RT shows and other presenters made little or no effort with the audience. To be honest, from a live perspective, the Derry Girl actress didn't come across too well. But yes, it was a non-event not warranting two days of the over-the-top headlines. There are far more important news matters going on. Absolutely. To be honest, I did find her interview comical when compared to the other interviews of her co-stars a few months ago. You're right, people should get over themselves. Thank you so much, David. Also, slightly jealous that you're in the audience. It's kind of one of my things I'd love to, you know, be in there. Um... Also, uh, something else here. Yeah, just seeing that, Sinead, on Friday and you're right, much to do about nothing. Uh, keyboard jockeys in uh, heaven, little annoys people, she says. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, another thing as well. Uh, yeah, mountain out of a molehill, a lot of people saying there as well. Really and truly, it's just, that's that. The, you know, social media can be great in a lot of ways. And then in other ways, scenarios like this where you're going... Why is the world exploding over something that's just not a story at all? Anyway, I'm going to put that to bed now. Uh, Just wanted to get my tuppence worth in about that one. Uh, Back to the music. Here's Huey Lewis in the news. (laughs) Lewis on the news. The power of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. This is great. Com- comics Kevin Larney, he's from Dundalk, and his pal Jason Brennan, he's from Carlow. They've been travelling around the country retelling local tales from the annals of Irish history for a live version of their hit show. Now, it has a rude name. I'm, <laughs> I'm conscious of kids being home. Let's just say it rhymes with bright and it begins with shh. Yeah, uh, talk an Irish history podcast, but they're going to be inside Dundalk Jail on May thirteenth, and they're going to tell the story of the nineteen twenty two jailbreak for the hundred year anniversary of their historic event, and they want everybody to join in. I've had a listen to this because I hadn't actually known about this podcast till really recently. If you like your history, if you like a bit of crack, uh, this is kind of weird, wacky, wonderful stories from Irish history, and the guys are very, very entertaining. We're going to be joined by Jason Brennan and Kevin. Larney just after these. 11 to 1. 
LMFM. I have had great crack listening to this podcast over the last few days. It's a history podcast with a difference where comics Kevin Larney and Jason Brennan give a somewhat accurate retelling of Irish history stories from the silly, strange and downright stupid tales from the past. <laughs> the guys are travelling around the country at the moment. They are retelling local tales from the annals of Irish history for a live version of their hit show. So it's called, I'm not going to say the rude version of it, right? Let's just say it rhymes with bright and starts with you know, uh, talk, an Irish history podcast. Jason Brennan and Kevin Larney, they join me on the line now. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, very good, Sinead. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now, before we kind of talk about this fantastic uh, live event that's coming to Dundalk Jail, it's all going to be a live retelling of this 1922 Dundalk Jail break. Uh, tell us, first of all, uh, Kevin, you're from Dundalk. Jason, you're from Carlow. You're friends a long time, but how did you guys meet? Um, would you want to take that one, Jason? Yeah, why not? Uh, so I, uh, I guess I'd been just back in the country from being uh, doing stand-up over in America for a little bit, and then we ran into each other um, both doing stand-up, I guess, about three-ish years ago, maybe three and a half, and I think it was about six months afterwards we decided to start doing the podcast. We, uh, we got along pretty well fairly quick. Oh, very good. Okay, so you guys kind of just met each other on the circuit, kind of struck up a conversation with each other and then suddenly we have a podcast. Now, this podcast is getting rave reviews all over the place. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. I didn't know about it until very recently. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I can see why it's getting all these great reviews. Uh, So what was it about not only Irish history, but the weird and wonderful of Irish history, Kevin? Um, well, first of all, I think we probably should have went with the name Bright Talk. That <laughs> might have saved us a bit of a hassle. Uh, but, yeah, I suppose we, we wanted to do a podcast and we wanted to do some sort of comedy element to it, but we wanted to add something. I mean, there's an awful lot of podcasts where it's just two people sort of chatting about news yeah. events and such. But uh, we both, I think once all Irish people hit about 30, all of a sudden you start getting interested in Irish history. <laughs> um, and naturally we were kind of drawn to stories that were a bit more um, obscure or, or funny. Yeah, and like they're, they're, they're lesser known ones, aren't they? Because I, I was looking through some of these and uh, Jason, you have everything there from a mad prankster in Cork to Ireland's first pro wrestling champ. I mean, it really is kind of the, the wacky and weird and lesser known aspects of Irish history, isn't it? It really is. It's like I know personally for me, it's been um, it's been kind of an exercise. In instead of just uh, spending all my time on Wikipedia reading <laughs> like random articles, it's like oh, I should probably take note of some of these as I go along. So it's uh, it's less time wasted now. It's actually there's a there's a benefit to it. Yeah, absolutely. And what's sort of the maddest story that you've come across uh, for the podcast? Um, I suppose we had a man called Billy in the ball. Uh, back in the earlier season, yeah, he's uh, we're, not, we're still not fully sure whether he existed or not. But he was uh, he was a murderer uh, in Dublin back in the day. But he didn't have legs. He used to carry him around in a, himself around in a giant metal bowl. <laughs> okay, that is random. And is it just like do you you just sort of stumble upon it as you're googling something else, or how does one find out about this stuff? Yeah, pretty much. That's how it, how it, I guess, how it started. And then the bigger we've gotten over the last year or so, uh, more fans just keep sending us in suggestions. Brilliant. Yeah, the, uh, the, the ideas, the topics keep getting bigger and bigger. And now we have like 
We have just about 100 episodes nearly done now. Right. And I'd say there's probably another 100 ready to, to start researching. Absolutely. I'd say there's loads. And uh, Kevin, in terms of, you know, you're coming back to your, your hometown now in the next couple of weeks, you're coming to Dundalk Jail. There's a fantastic story about a 1922 jailbreak. Tell us a, a little bit about this. Yeah, so the jail there, the venue in town, is a, obviously a historic building. Um, and they've been putting on... The, uh, a couple of shows that so they're going to let us go in and retell the the, um, the story of the jailbreak. So it's the centenary of it now this summer and it was probably the biggest events in Dundalk or that part of the country during the Civil War uh, and basically it involves people breaking out and into the jail. Uh, breaking in? Uh, yeah, so <laughs> a lot of action going on between the jail and the barracks uh, over the summer of 1922. And a lot of people who would go on to be big figures uh, in the country, they, uh, in terms of politicians and such, are all involved in it. Um, so I won't give too much away. No, don't. Just get, that's enough now. That's enough of a teaser there, Kevin. I, I love that. Tantalizing. Yes. recognise a lot of names from people, uh, politicians, even one comedian tied into it as well. Oh, but yeah, definitely a very interesting period of Dundalk and Irish history in general. Brilliant. So you're going into the jail now. You do realise the jail is supposedly haunted and you're going in there on Friday the 13th. Are you superstitious at all? Or are you <laughs> into the we're, supernatural? We're counting on it, Sinead. We're going to be getting in, <laughs> trying to summon some of the ghosts that maybe set some of the facts straight. <laughs> if they want to chime in uh, with any details, that's all all the better. We're actually getting a tour. We got a tour of it when we were down there the other day and the tour guide would, was telling us that some of the cells in the basement uh, are padded with horsehair. That's oh. where it used to be an impromptu I don't know what the PC term was for it back then, but an asylum, basically, for some of the other... Yeah, so... Like who knows who'd be chiming in on Friday the thirteenth? You could have a lot. You could have a lot of different voices chiming in there. Uh, Jason, what about yourself? You're you're not too spooked by this, are you? No, well, I only found out about it when you mentioned it earlier on. I actually <laughs> kind of forgot uh, when we were doing that tour. It kind of slipped by me. So I'm uh, I'm not too perturbed by it now. It should, uh, I'm hoping that look, we like guests on the podcast. Anyway, so we'll probably go and uh, yeah, yeah, speaking of guests, you're re- you're one that's out at the moment. You've got Des Bishop on there, which is fantastic to get him. Yeah, he's been a big fan. He he found us last year. He's been uh, he's been great, giving us shout outs on his podcast. And then uh, we were trying to figure out a time because he was back over doing his tour of Ireland at the moment. So uh, we dropped over to his house and got to do it last week, which is very sound of him. In fairness, that's really cool. So you got in in there with him and and talked all history and comedy and all sorts of stuff. And and in terms of you know the the, the tour around the country, you're coming obviously to Dundalk. Where else have you been? Have you headed up home yourself to to Carlo? I'm actually currently uh, putting up posters for a gig in Carlo this Friday. Um, oh. We uh, yeah we um, this is my hometown one, and then I suppose half of a hometown one we did back uh, for me in Kilkenny uh, back in December because um, I'm kind of halfway between the two of them. And then we've, uh, we're just off the back of doing Cork and Belfast and Dublin there in the last uh, six or seven weeks. Now, obviously, as, as comedians, you're used to the whole kind of live aspect, but doing a, a recording a podcast is a very different kettle of fish. What is it like? Because normally it's just yourselves, you know, and, and a guest maybe, you know. So what's it like recording for a live audience? Do you love the kind of spontaneity of it or is it more nerve wracking? Oh no, it's fantastic. I think it's, it really depends on the audience that we have and also what time uh, we've started at because we've done some like later gigs 
people have had a couple of drinks beforehand. And oh, they're okay. Somewhat <laughs> a little bit more rowdy, but that's what we're used to it with audience interaction. And uh, I wouldn't call them hecklers; I'd call them additions. Additions. <laughs> <laughs> and and what do you think, Kevin? Now, because look, at we know the Dundalk people; we know what they're like. What do you, do you expect? Uh, much kind of lively discussion on on the thirteenth of May. Well, that's kind of. Uh, I think Jason left off one of the, the bigger ones we did there. We were in Mullingarra the other week talking about Joe Dolan. Oh, very good. Um, and like for stuff like that, you know, Irish people, we're all pride ourselves and be able to tell a story. And whenever we're going into like local areas, it's good for people to, sure people, especially older people would know more. Uh, they have a bigger connection to the stuff that happened. They'd know the real stories, the stuff you can't read in books or online. So we kind of encourage people to chime in with stuff and, so you know yourself, like it's difficult to sit still for an yeah. hour and a half watching a play or whatever, um, not chiming in. So we kind of we tried to make an environment where people can, uh, you know, feel free to to throw in something or, or question us on something or add something to the show. So it's a bit more crack for people involved when they're sitting there. Fantastic. So this is what you're hoping that will happen on, on May 13th. Guys, it's a brilliant podcast. I have to say, I've been thoroughly enjoying it since I've dived in. It's a great night's crack as well for locals and Dundalk. Best of luck with that show and the rest of the live shows. Thank you so, so much for joining me. Thanks for having us. Thanks so Cheers. much. Jason Brennan there, Kevin Larney. It's great crack. If you're looking for a different sort of podcast when you're out for your walk or whatever you're doing, I highly recommend it. Uh, the guys are going to be in Dundalk Jail, May 13th. Tickets and details are on eventbrite.ie. You can also find them on Facebook and Instagram as well. As I mentioned, it's a rude word. You know the one. Talk podcast, history podcast. That's where you'll find it. I will put all the details up as well on our own podcast on lmfm.ie a little bit later on. 11 to 1. Everywhere, Niall Horan and Anne-Marie there for you on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, how would you like to rock out to eight hours non-stop rock music? Yes. I have a set of VIP tickets to Rocketon 2022. It's happening in a Fairy House race course on the 28th of May. So the VIP ticket will get you not only the ticket to the eight hours of non-stop rock music, but also access to the VIP room overlooking the main stage, access to the campsite. You need to bring your own tent, free drink on arrival and a token for the variety of food vendors on the campsite. So you're going to have uh, paying tribute to rock gods like ACDC, Queen, Food Fighters, Iron Maiden Guns N' Roses Kiss and Nirvana it's going to be an epic day of music Saturday the 28th of May in Fairy House Racecourse you'll also uh, have some of the most exciting unsigned original Irish rock bands playing if you miss out today you can get tickets on rockathon.ie here's all you have to do to win that VIP pass so I'm asking you to finish the famous rock lyrics oh we're halfway there oh living very famous I don't even have to tell you the artist. You know the song. Lots of you getting it right already. 086-1800-658. Finish the rock lyrics. Oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living. You know the rest. Uh, you could be going along to that. Oh, it's going to be great. Absolutely brilliant day of music. So we'll pick a winner for that towards the end of the show. Get them in. 086-1800-658. Now it's time for the job search. LMFM Job Search With thanks to LMFM Online Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie 
Apple Green has multiple vacancies available at their brand new Burger King in Ashburn. To apply, you can drop into them on Saturday, April 23rd. That's this coming Saturday with your CV. That's great as well because you can just sort of, you know, big yourself up as you're handing in the CV. That's between 10am and 3 or you can email your CV to jobs at applegreen.ie. Meath County Council has the following vacancies available. A business advisor in the local enterprise office, Healthy Ireland coordinator and also an assistant business advisor in the local enterprise office as well. To apply, you can check current vacancies on the Meath County Council website. There's information booklet and an application form there as well. Enable Ireland requires a support worker for adults with disabilities based in Crumlin and Rialto in County Dublin uh, services and Navin in County Meath as well. To apply, you can check the vacancies section on their website. That's enableireland.ie or you can email dcoyle at enableireland.ie for more information. Chime requires a community resource officer for lead responsibility for deaf community services and a community resource officer with lead responsibility for tinnitus, hard of hearing and cochlear implant clients in the Dundalk area. To apply, you can email Moira. She's moira.oleary at chime.ie or you can visit chime.ie for more information. And don't forget, all of the details of those jobs can be found in our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Yes, we are talking Rockathon. It's happening. Fairy House Racecourse, the 28th of May. I have VIP tickets to give away. And I was asking you to finish the lyrics to the classic Bon Jovi song, Living on a Prayer. Did you get it right? Yeah, of course. So easy. So easy. I'm making it for you. It, absolutely. But uh, there can only be one winner today and they are going to Eamon Hanlon. O'Hanlon, even. Eamon O'Hanlon. Not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, but you are going along to eight hours non-stop rock music on the 28th of May in Fairy House Racecourse. Don't worry, I've got more tickets to give away on tomorrow's show. So it'll be listening out for lyrics and all that on tomorrow's show as well. If you did miss out on tickets today, rockathon.ie. That's where you'll find all of the information. Now, just to remind people, because I was talking uh, to this guy on the show a couple of weeks ago, uh, but jo- Joseph Ganascoli, he is coming to Dundalk and uh, we were chatting to him all about his role in The Sopranos. He played Vito in The Sopranos. He is going to be at McAllister's Bar, Bridge Street for a Q&A session on the 23rd of April, but he's hanging around because he heard all about the Darkness into Light event that happens here and he decided to lend his support to this. So he is going to be taking part on the 24th Darkness into Light fundraiser in Dundalk. So he's going to be the guest of honour there. Uh, Paddy Casey of Irish FI who is organising him visiting here in the in the first place he says they've teamed up with Darkness Into Light team uh, Clon the Gale and Joseph uh, so they're going to raise money and awareness they're running a special table quiz in Clon the Gale Club Rooms on April 24th at 7pm so that's going to be a really great night's crack as well with all of the funds raising going directly to Darkness Into Light that's happening at 7pm uh, he says uh, you know as a company and personally Irish FI have raised over 30,000 for different mental health charities. Uh, He himself lost a brother to suicide so he really wants people to attend and to support as much as possible. So um, you can find the details 
about uh, Joseph's visit. Uh, you can actually find them on lmfm.e but there is a Facebook page as well. If you just key in Joseph Ganascoli and Dundalk, all the details will pop up. But that event uh, for uh, the Pieta House is happening in Clondagale Club Rooms April 24th at 7pm. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much to all the guests who contributed and to you for your company as always. Love to hear from you. Have a great day. 11 to 1. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.